What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Filmmaker Commentary. I'm Rachel Titus Jr. I'm joined with Casey G. Smith. Welcome back. <laughs> Good to be back. Uh, so this is a, a special announcement. Uh, we ghosted our audience. We apologize. Sorry we about are, that. We are still here. Things have been busy. We've still been recording. Yes. We have we have a, a slew of episodes that are going to be going up. So we didn't stop recording. It's just things get hectic. But we appreciate you hanging in there. Yes. Um, so starting, so we're going into the 4th of July weekend and our first episode back will be this coming up Monday. We're recording today's Friday. So this Monday we'll publish a new uh, episode, which is in Scream 2. Scream 2. So obviously content from, from back in October. So we've yeah. got some more scary movie stuff coming your way for sure. Mm-hmm. And the goal is just to get caught up, you know, so that we're in current in current times. So you, if you go back and look at that, I don't know if we should keep the news in there. We could probably nix, nix some news. stuff. Yeah, we, we can keep what, what we had been watching at the time. Yeah. And we, we'll take out the news segment um, and, of course, cover the, the film. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting when we go back and kind of just listen to it to see what like how we were mentally and everything because I mean at the time everybody was like scary you know even we may just keep it for context I mean because yeah. every episode becomes old eventually and the news is will always become old facts yeah 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 it's archival historic yeah so that's the new schedule every Monday we'll be publishing a new episode from here on out uh, we definitely appreciate y'all supporting us Rocking in there, and even shout out to Reginald for you know, reaching out to us to us via link and being like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" Yes, super <laughs> fan Reginald, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for for reaching out. So, what else would you like to add, brother Smith? Uh, also, we 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 are super excited again. Even though we hadn't had content going up, we still have been working on the podcast. We've been actually making plans for for new things. We're almost like gearing towards a a, a a relaunch, if you will, almost like Filmmaker Commentary 2.0. So there's some exciting things coming. Uh, hang in there. We're, we're both amped. We're yeah. both very, very excited yes. uh, about the future of Filmmaker Commentary and, uh, and just more things to come. So we hope you are, we hope you're safe uh, we hope you are, you know, beginning to to, to feel comfortable in, in, in getting out and, and you know, you know, going to see movies and whatever the case might be or consuming content, whatever way works for you. Yeah. And uh, we we definitely want to we want to hear from you. Right. We want we want to to, to, to interact with you. So, you know, you know, the normal spaces to to, to find us, you know, obviously Facebook dot com forward slash filmmaker commentary, um, obviously on Instagram at filmmaker commentary, of course you can always find Reginald at Reggie Titus. Uh, I'm at KCG Smith 32. Of course, on those are on Twitter, and then of course on the gram, he's at Reginald Titus Jr. That's Jr. I'm at KCG Smith 32. Um, before we head out, what have you been watching? Oh, <laughs> oh, so much. It's been a minute. It's it, been a while, man. So 
if we're going back to when the last episode, well, just uh, just a couple things you're excited about about that. <laughs> um, okay, so things that I've watched that I've really, really enjoyed. I've been meaning to watch Loki. Have did you have you watched any episodes yet? I have. Yeah, I, I finished episode four last night. I've, I've I've seen just the trailers. Kind of been in, anticipating it, and then you know, shout you know everybody we. My family recently moved, and so that's a whole ordeal. If you have to move, that always it's good and bad, you know. Trying to pack up and then unpack, um, settling, settling in, man. So we're there now, but yeah, that's one I've been meaning to get to. Has it been good so far? It has been good. It is different from any other of the Disney Plus. I mean, each one is different, right? The yeah. way that it's set up, the way that it's one division, exactly yeah. the, the the themes, the mm-hmm. the genre, if you will, is is different. I don't even know what, what genre you would call this one, but yes, it is good. It's it's a little more cerebral, okay, and it is setting up some it's setting up some pretty big things. But time is like the the underlying theme of okay of Loki. It's time because obviously this is the Loki that. You know who picked up that tesseract? Yeah, disappeared. In we're we're with him, and there are there are consequences when you play with time. So okay, yeah, yeah it's been it's been very interesting. The uh, it's the heads up. The third episode is a little slow. Oh man! But beyond that, how, how long is each episode? I want to say like forty five minutes on average. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, third episode's a little bit slow, but so far. Fourth episode, there's a post-credit scene mm-hmm. in the fourth episode. You have to see that. Okay, that's wow. That's a it's a game changer. Okay, it is a game changer. But yeah, so Loki's been good, man. Loki's been good. Uh, other content again. I enjoyed season two of, of a, a Black Lady Sketch Show on HBO Max, as well as uh, that damn Michael Che, uh, which good. is of course, man. I I don't I don't really dig his stand-up. I saw a stand-up special with him on Netflix a couple years mm-hmm. back. And I, I wasn't really feeling that, yeah. but his stand-up special, excuse me, his age, his sketch show mm-hmm. is pretty good. There are some, there are some pretty, some pretty funny scenes. Okay. Uh, and usually there's like a theme, right? Mm-hmm. There's a theme that goes kind of throughout the show. So yeah, I, I enjoy it again. Six, six what, episodes. What network? HBO max. Okay. And, and, <laughs> And multiple times, like he's taking like shots at the at the network. It's like a thing that I don't know. HBO encourages that, but you yeah. you see that at times, like different shows are like literally taking shots at the network. Like it's it's kind of funny. I mean, John Oliver does the same thing. I'm like, I think they may they just do it, make fun of themselves and burp. Yeah, um, I think they they're like, yeah, take shots. Go ahead, do Boondocks it. Boondocks was like that. Boondocks, mm-hmm. the, the animation. Uh, um, Reginald Hudlin was the executive producer, and there, there was a whole episode that's on HBO. By the way, they picked that up. Yeah, there's a lot of content there. Um, Reginald Hudlin was making fun of himself, like just going hard. They call him like Wedgie Wedlin or something like that as his character on the show. He was the executive mm. producer of that particular show, but he, you know, being able to take shots at themselves and BET and all that it was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, groundbreaking. And, and that's uh, you know, that's the self-deprecating humor. It, it it's it's pretty funny though to to see. Yeah, but those have been two or three things that I checked out. How about you? Um, I was just talking about, we were talking about um, Rick and Morty season five. Season five. Watch that one. Miss Nimbus. 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 So, I mean, it's Rick and Morty. It's funny and gross. Yeah. It uh, came in like nothing happened. You know, like it's just 
regular programming as usual. So, oh yeah, um, I'm trying to see. Uh, um, uh, oh, um, you know Joe Rogan's on Spotify, and Spotify they have video now. So he just recently did an interview with Quentin Tarantino, and Tarantino hardly ever does like just long winded interviews. Like he's he's newly married, you got a kid now, so he's just at home with his kid kind wow. of thing. And it was a great it's a great interview for just film nerds. So I recommend it. and if you sit down with Joe Rogan and talk, you're there for three hours. Sure. And Tarantino's a perfect person to talk about movies for three hours. Cool. So it's a it's a good one. Yeah. Pretty I solid. S- I saw a a, a, a clip on YouTube of that, but I didn't look. I didn't look at how recent it was. So, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely interested in, in checking that out. Yeah, sometime Nick last was it last week. I wonder how quickly they publish. I don't know if like from when they recorded to publishing. I don't know what the delay is in there. But you know, Joe Rogan's in Texas now, so the guests are different now as well. Okay. Uh, and Tarantino just recently wrote a wrote, wrote a book about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. So sure his movie. So interesting. Yes. Definitely check that out. Awesome. So I, I watched a show on Netflix that again we were talking about all, offline that I really, really loved. Uh it it was a amazing vacation rentals. Mm-hmm. About eight episodes, first season, brand new show. And I normally don't just watch travel shows like that, but this one just caught me and it's beautifully shot. And you have three three hosts, they're all traveling together. They're super diverse. One one always always selects a luxury property. One sec selects a, a DIY kind of budget property, and the other always selects a kind of a mid range, kind of more like natural kind of property, kind of down to down to earth or connected to the the earth and the environment. But they're all traveling together, and so within each episode, you have three different spots they're all going to go to together, and there always be some kind of adventure that they have. But they check out all the amenities. It is just it's phenomenal. I absolutely. <laughs> loved it and just the 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 hosts that they selected are perfect i mean Mm -hmm. they are perfect they all they all get along at least you know on camera they're eating amazing food also while that's the best uh it's just it's just wonderful entertainment you feel like you are on the you know just along with them traveling it's it's great it's great yeah amazing vacation rentals on netflix like speaking of food there was i'm trying to look it up now on netflix they had a show about like black food and they were promoting it Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think there's like two of them. Uh, one is like something with like the, 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 the hog or something like that. Or something's like, like or fried, fresh, fresh fried crisper or something. <laughs> but I know what you mean though. But yeah. I, I think there's like maybe like two of them that, that are dealing with uh, that kind of it, it's theme. It's African-American. Well, but they, they travel all over. So there's high on the hog. Uh-huh. Uh, how African American cuisine transformed America. Is that the one that you're watching? No. Okay. Um, uh, but that's, that's one of the ones that I knew. Okay. African American. That's food. what it is. Okay. High on the hog. Yes. I just forgot the name. That one is solid. I would recommend checking that one out. You know, just just the credit to American cru- cu- cuisine. I can say cuisine. <laughs> cuisine. <laughs> That uh, African Americans have created, but don't really get credit for. 
And uh, I, I think it, it's, it's a good history lesson to see where things come from. Because the more you know and the more informed you, you understand, it's like you could just make everything starts making more sense. You know what I mean? When you're more informed about what's going on, especially when it comes to historical things. Like, hey, why do people do that? Why do they do that? But once you know the history behind that, you're like, okay, you can make better decisions as well. Context. Yes, indeed. What were you about to say? The other one was called uh, called Fresh Fried and Crispy. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Is that the episode or is that the actual show? Uh, it is a show. Yeah. Season one. So this brother's going around and eating all kinds of stuff, different places. St. Louis, Savannah, Las Ooh. Vegas, Baltimore, San Diego, Denver, Birmingham, beans, greens, potatoes. Speaking of that particular riff, uh, Jamie Foxx's uh, Dad, Stop Embarrassing Me. Dear God. I need to finish it, but I'm like six or seven episodes in. Yeah. But I, I haven't finished it yet. I kind of fell off of it. But uh, yeah, I need to. I don't think it was renewed either. Oh. Yeah, yeah. y'all correct me if I'm wrong But I'm pretty sure it did not get renewed uh, Me and my wife tried watching it And be honest, yeah, we couldn't get through it mm. <laughs> I'm just being real In fact, he was trying at times a little too hard Like like kind of tried shoehorning He's an again, great impressionist yeah. yeah But it felt like sometimes he was trying like too hard To work in some of those impressions at different times Yeah It's like, yeah, it feels a little it, forced it, Yeah, the whole thing felt like that Like yeah. kind of hamming it up a little bit too, too much Mm-hmm I always like David Allen Greer. You know, he's, he's going to give you day in day. I just think the like the whole sitcom vibe to it. I think mm. those days are kind of over. You got to, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Like that style. The canned laughter, the laughter track. Yeah. And WandaVision kind of like played with it and stuff like that. But when you have a reason for doing it, it like makes sense. But yeah, I don't think the sitcom is a thing. Yeah. Mm. You can, I mean, you can. Keep your budget low when you do it, but yeah, not a fan. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Jamie. I'm a fan of you. But just the show was, I couldn't get through it. Keep it real. Yeah. Maybe that's why I fell off. I was like, yeah, you know. Yeah. People, it's funny. Um, we vote when, when um, I'll say like kind of like with black American audiences, we don't like kind of go out of our way to kind of talk bad about a show, but like. The silence is loud. Silence speaks volumes. <laughs> yes. So, like, when, for example, when Bad Hair came out, was it Bad Hair with Justin Simeon? When Bad Hair came out on Hulu? Like, they were, it was a big buildup because it went to Sundance and all that stuff. But when it finally dropped, people just didn't say anything. Ooh. <laughs> Again, if there's nobody saying anything about it, that's, yeah, that's the worst thing. But there was a lot of buzz, though. It was like a lot of buzz, you know, during. I think it was Sundance. Was it Sundance? It was either Sundance or South by Southwest, but I'm pretty sure it was Sundance. Uh, there was a lot of buzz around. I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to see it because, of you know, it's a kind of a twist on everything. But once we finally, the audience, the general audience got to see it, like everybody just like, just <laughs> kind of like dead, the dead on arrival. Yeah, they just like, you know, we're just not going to talk about it. You know, you don't want to go out your way. It's like, it's hard enough that for, you know, black people to get a, get a movie or a show or whatever. Okay. It's like, wow. That's what it felt like. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's not easy, right? I mean, these things are not easy to <laughs> N- do. Not at all. And you, you know, you got to have some room to have some duds too, you know. That's true. You know, nothing wrong with having duds as part of the game. But, you know, don't let that be the reason why, you know, shows or movies don't get greenlit. Well, we tried that and. 
Yeah, there's been that's the part of, that sucks, you know. Yeah, plenty of failures, and it takes it takes a it takes failures. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I've that I've seen that I thought was just. Now there was another show that's kind of like a sitcom that they were showing on Netflix. The trailers with Michael Epps and oh, with oh, Kim Fields and Wanda, Wanda Sykes, right? Wanda Sykes. Um, I haven't seen an episode, but is that you and me? Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's <laughs> pardon my tablets. Yes, uh, that one actually seems like they captured the magic. I'm just making assumptions based off the trailer, though. But I want to want to dive in there and see. It seemed like they were having a good time. See what's what. Yeah. I'll, let you, I'll keep y'all informed. Any movies? Have I seen any movies? No, I don't think so. Mm. Kind of. Oh, I know uh, we're going to cover Constantine soon, but I had to watch it. Still solid. Okay. Still solid. Good to hear. I've never watched it. So. Oh, for real? Never. Yeah, I've never oh, watched it. Oh. Never watched old John Constantine played by one Keanu Reeves. Yeah, in for a treat. Yeah. I like the genre. All right, all right. So yeah, I look forward to covering that film. Constantine. Yeah, so uh, I brought my wife in to watch that one. I'm sure there's a lot more that we've watched. I just can't remember. Likewise. Again, <laughs> I've I've seen the things that have dropped on like HBO, mm-hmm. on HBO Max, things like that. And some things we've already talked about and recorded and, 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 and that's yeah. Haven't been produced yet, so there. Yeah, there you go. There are there are things. There are things. There are the virtues, father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are the movies. Did I miss the war? <laughs> Did I miss the battle? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. Is there anything you're looking forward to? Anything uh, on the horizon? No, I don't think so. Watch Ghost World. How about that? Ghost World. That's one of Scarlett Johansson's first films. And man, that came out like 99, between 99 and 2001, around the time. I think okay. we're, we're like, we're close, we're like the same age, I believe. Yeah. So that's when I first got, I was like, who's Scarlett? Who was this? Scarlett? Who was this? Ghost World. Uh, I think it's on HBO. It's on one of the networks, but it's, I wouldn't recommend it. For <laughs> well, all that build up, I thought yeah, no. for sure. Like, I was worth checking out. But, I mean, as a younger guy, I was watching <laughs> yeah. this, and you know, kind of, it's one of those like awkward kind of comedies, you know, coming of age oh, story. A comedy. It's an awkward coming of age sort of comedy based okay. on a graphic novel called Ghost World, which is basically two girls trying to find their way after high school. Okay. Uh, nothing too inciting. It's just it's it's like one of those nostalgic things. Like when I watch it, I'm like, oh, it's kinda, almost like a can't hardly wait that. Movie called Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, I remember. I yeah. was uh, in high school when that came out. It was one of those, yeah. Again, coming of age. Yeah. You know, Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, Seth Green. Yeah. 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 Paul Rudd. Yeah. Before, before they were stars. Yes. Kind of thing. Mm hmm. I saw yeah. that in theaters. Dang. But that's a good one. Can't Hardly Wait's a good one. That's a solid piece. I haven't seen it since high school. Well, there's no need. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wants to revisit it, but I just it's hadn't uh, just hadn't. Yeah, actually, I man, I watched that thing over and over again. Really? Yeah, it was a weird part of my life. It was about a like a year after graduating, going back to watch it. I was like, just watching over. 
Yeah, yeah we all have our films that call us back. Yeah, that was a weird one, but I enjoyed it. But anyhow, Ghost World's kind of like in that same kind of style vein, uh, but the com- it's not as funny. <laughs> Even though it's a comedy, you know, it's like kind of dark humor. Hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. It's hard to explain, but um, but yeah, it's based on the graphic novel. So anyhow, Ghost World. Yeah, I just recently watched that. I'm trying to see. That's the only film that I can think of right now that pops into my head. I know I've seen something. Yes, I've seen some movie. I watched. Again, I've kind of just been dipping into things that I could quickly that I could quickly kind of jump into, check out, and then you know Bounce, move on. Yeah, like, yeah grab That's an episode or something here or there. Like there's like on Netflix something like on like like this history, mm-hmm. like little bits of history. And so I watched one episode that dealt with the the space race. Uh, that was that was actually pretty pretty interesting. But uh, there's a yeah. uh, on Netflix. And I was watching this this morning with my son. Dude, they're really he's really into. Um, what they hate about Chris? Wait, everybody hates Chris. Oh yeah, dude, that one's solid. That show is solid. If you go back and check it out, it's like themes, lessons, and it's well produced. Uh, I, I see why it was a hit, you know, when it came out. Um, but I've been, what have I been watching uh, alongside that? I lost my train of thought. But everybody hates Chris. That has been hilarious to just watch with them. Some shows are, I think, are you know, some are some are evergreen. That yeah. one is for sure, because it because it goes back in time. Sure. So I literally just just today before I, I came here, um, you know, on YouTube Hasbro, they have literally a channel that just streams GI Joe, like original Dang. old school GI Joe, all day, all day, every day, and wow. it's all it's just that's like Adult Swim. They have like marathons all day. Yeah, and it's just GI Joe. It's <laughs> like, and so I was like, you know what? Let me just drop you know and again you could like just scrub back and you know 30 episodes or whatever <laughs> to find you know find something and so one of the things that i i appreciate about that cartoon like if you were to if you were to watch you're like man this it's it's got obviously it's got action mm-hmm. it's got diversity yeah you know i mean i mean like you know as far as like you know different genders obviously different different races things like that and I could say maybe that doesn't seem too overly stereotypical, but that's for each person to, to judge, you know, yeah. on their own merits and, you know, your, your background is. But diversity is definitely there. You, you, you deal with, like, some kind of complex things. I mean, they're talking about terrorism, right? A ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the world in Cobra. Your military tactics, you're talking about even like costs, like one of the one of the pilots was, you know, his plane got shot down. He was like, "Oh man!" He goes, "Duke's gonna get mad at me because you know this is the third the third one this month." You know, like you're talking <laughs> about military budgets. Like, what was going on? You got these elements of romance that are I mixed didn't in. No, that was even in Joe. One hundred percent, right? You got you have this flirtation that that goes on kind of throughout between Duke and Scarlet. And everybody's like, "Okay, are they?" You know, there's something there, right? But you know, you don't really see anything like really, really happen. But you definitely have a, a, a ship, if you will, mm. between Flint and Lady J. No doubt, one hundred percent. Like they, they got something going on. You could you could tell like when the one is in danger, how the other one goes runs. Like they're together. There's even a, there's even an episode where one of the other Joes, like Lady J, literally asks at the end of the episode, like, "Oh, so who wants to take me on a walk on the beach or something like that?" 
this one dude Alpine. He's like the he's like the he loves to talk trash. Yeah. And he even like he even like badmouth Flint, who's like his commander. He like said something, and Flint was like, "What was that?" He's like, "Oh, oh, nothing." <laughs> and so he was gonna you know say, hey, "I'll take you out," but as soon as he said something, Flint was like. You do that and you'll be court martialed. Like he like pulled rank on him. Wow. And he's like, oh man. And you know, Flint went off, you know, with Lady J. But there's this like this dynamic, man. And anyway, it's just something that you notice. And even on the bad guy side, right? You got this dude Destro and Baroness. Literally, there's a there's a scene where the head guy, Cobra Commander, is checking in with them, and literally it cuts to them, and they're literally making out like on on the boat. Okay, Jazzo. He's like, what are y'all doing? And he's like, oh, uh, she had something in her eye. It's like this crazy. It, it's it, there's there's humor mixed in, and I, even as an adult, you can see things like, oh, wait a minute, that's that wasn't for the kids, <laughs> that was for the adults. Yeah, it's a far smarter show than I think um, people will probably realize. And it's it's I mean, if anything, I would say there's there's two episodes. It's called um, something Springfield, no place like Springfield. Mm-hmm. It is a mind trip. What happens to? One particular member of, of the Joes who's who gets partially brainwashed and tricked into this fake reality of thinking that he's married with kids. And it is I remember seeing it as a kid, I was like, What is this? It is kind of psychologically Okay. A trip. But anyway. Alright. Yeah, a little bit of G.I. Joe real American hero. Uh, another episode that's where i was going with um we watched on netflix this morning um a show called pop p-o-p like mm. pop music okay i saw the trailer for that and you like on the trailers got like t-pain and stuff like that so we watched boys to men. two episodes the first episode was dealing with boys to men and just how they were like this powerhouse and they could just really sing and how basically everybody just bit them after that so like and they were talking about like with their first song that came out the uptown philly I think it was that one. Motown or the, Philly. Motown Philly. So, I said Uptown, didn't I? Um, they came out the gate basically crossed over, you know, just because of their look. Uh, Bell Biv. Uh, Be, Be, uh, what's our brother? Michael Michael Bivens. You know, running the show. He was basically, the, he didn't discover them. Uh, our brother with the glasses from Boys Men, I don't know his name, but he was like, they, hey, he's like, you can manage us. And then he didn't ever really think about it, but he was like, okay. You know, kind of a situation. So he was the one kind of making, you know, their uh, BBD, New Edition, all of them, you know, they got all the clout so he can bring any group that he want to, you know, to the thing. So anyhow, that's how they were able just to be on the fast track with things. But you discover like they had their own look, which is kind of like the kind of like preppy style that we used to, that's what we used to call it in school. Oh, yeah. Uh, I used, that's like. That's sort of my style, but I didn't wear the bow ties. But, you know, that was kind of like my style in high school sometimes. Um, and that allowed them to cross over, but so they had like this run for like four or five years, I believe. And then, but that was the blueprint for Insane, ninety eight degrees. Any of these kids, they was basically say, "Can you have? We need a new kids on the block look with a boys and men sound." That's what they were actively casting for to like have the new boy bands. Yeah, new boy bands because at that time everything was like super segregated, still segregated, but like extremely still uh from a radio standpoint uh how like the music pop with the pop charts reflected with the r&b charts hip-hop whatever your your video soul versus your mtv in particular radio particular radio because that changes who you're going to be talking to uh, and djs and things like that um and then two you know when you got your daughter you know you don't want her putting up boys and men you're like what's that 
you know, so they need like some posters to put up. So, you know, that's when you get the new kids on the block, not new kids on the block, uh, 98 Degrees, and Sync, Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys. And so it was basically the same style, four or five piece part harmony, same kind of style. Huh. It basically took everything and that kind of wasn't the end of Boys and Men, but that's basically like they dominated charts for so long, then everybody else. It was it's like they don't get the recognition that they should get for that. But uh it was hmm. it was uh Boys to Men is they're arguably my favorite group of all time. Like I love Boys to Men. I've, so I like, I've got I've got their their you know their newer stuff and it's still mm-hmm. but yeah, it doesn't get enough play or whatever. They were gonna come to uh, Arlington a couple mm-hmm. years back and do a show at this small little venue in Arlington and I was gonna get tickets to it. But they didn't sell enough tickets and they had to cancel it. Dang, like, boys, man, come on. But yeah, they were like, they, they like do their show in Vegas, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of like Prince, was it a residence, residency, what they call it, when you're performing every day, basically? So, uh, yeah, I think Prince was out there for a while. Yeah, quite a few. Passed. You know, Celine Dion did it for a while. You see some, even some of the biggest names will it's go gotta there. It's got to be a hard just, grind, man. I mean, at least you're in one spot versus when you're touring. True. Different city. Every day, like two or three shows a day. I'm not sure. Something oh like wow, that. that but, I, but I remember <laughs> who's the, who's the well known uh, magician, David Copperfield. Oh God, I remember going to a David Copperfield. <laughs> like the, some of like just some of the managers like wait a second, I, he's getting lazy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> pigeons flying out too yeah, soon. It was like like there was a car that was floating, but like it wasn't right. Like <laughs> it wasn't set up right. Like ah, I think you messed up. <laughs> it's supposed to look like it's floating. It looked like like. It doesn't look right. That car just fell. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. I was like, this is not good. This isn't. He's losing it. He lost Ooh. it. The magic's gone, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> the magic is gone. <laughs> I remember that vividly. Oh, man, it was bad. Was, it, but the show sounds interesting. though. pop. I, I, I watched the trailer for it. And again, I know you've got again, Boys to Men. You know, you said T-Pain. Uh, is it is Nick Lachey? Is he the one? Is he the one kind of? Is he like hosting it? Kind of? Or? That the guy from Ninety Eight Degrees? Yeah, uh, he was just commenting now how they took their style from. Okay. Not, not, yeah, they emulated it after them, you know, was, and they looked up to him. You know, that's why they wanted to be uh, signed to Motown and all that. Dude, I saw I saw Boys to Men in concert mm-hmm. sophomore my sophomore year of high school, and my aunt took me and my sister to the. And this was like when you know. Two right there, their second album had oh, been, yeah. and that, that was, was I mean, that album was oh, that's it, man. You don't get any higher than that I mean, achievement, man. You know, bended. I mean, so many amazing Babyface out there writing the ballad. All the ballads was by Babyface. You can't go wrong there, man. It was it was amazing. I think I think at that same one, like TLC, they were supposed to perform, but uh, T Boz was sick, so like they they couldn't. But Usher, this is when you know he had you, know, you make me wanna like he opened up like Montel Jordan was there, yeah, and then you know Boyz II Men they were the headliner, and you know they you know tore it up. There was a lot of pelvic thrusting. I remember that throughout. Like there were a lot of <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Jodeci. Like just like I was like there's a lot of pelvic thrusting in this concert. <laughs> Let's tone it down, guys. <laughs> But that was obviously for all the, for all the ladies. But uh, <laughs> but it was cool. But you speak, you know, talk like a, a, a magic trick at the end. Like they were on this big, like I don't know what you would call it, this, like object that was floating that floats up into the into the oh. above the arena, and then they're still singing. You know, doing. I think they were singing into the road right appropriately. And then it's like it like flip this thing like flips oh. and turns and, and like they're gone. It's like oh. it was cool. It was a cool trick. That is cool. Yeah, you remember it. Wow. 
for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one more thrust. Yeah. <laughs> but it was that was a that was a good show, man. That was a good night of just quality entertainment. Quality, quality. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so so that's the first episode, and then the second one's like auto tune, and you're talking about T Pain, and oh man, that was that was a good one. T Pain is just a hilarious guy to interview. He's gonna give you jokes. I bet. Um, so yeah, so that's where we're at on pop. So speaking of shows, what I watched yesterday, the second episode of uh, the Barbershop, LeBron. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and this episode, LeBron wasn't on it, but I, I really wish he had been. But even though he wasn't, it was still an amazing episode. They had uh, Kid Cudi. Yeah, Kid Cudi. They had. Draymond Green. Day and night. Yeah. Yeah. They had Chelsea. What is Handler. Draymond Green on talk about? I'm I wonder. <laughs> hey. Remember and the Dave Chappelle joke? He said something about like give me the blackest something. Give me the blackest name or something. <laughs> yeah, Draymond Green. Green. <laughs> I do. You remember that? Yeah, I do remember that now. I was like, wait, once you said the, once you said the, 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 the lead in, I was like, yeah. <laughs> but no, so he, him on there and Tom Brady. Tom Brady's on there? Yo, dude, good episode, man. Like, I was, Some high achievers I, up I in love, there. I, I, yeah, I, I love the Tom Brady's shot. a winner. He is. I mean, they're all, they're all everybody there, they're, they're all high achieving individuals. Yeah, but like Psycho. You know, like they call him Psycho Tom. He's like he's there like Jordan, as far as like Psycho with winning. Sure, yeah. From the outside looking in, very very interesting episode because you get when you think about Draymond Green, you mm-hmm. think about Tom Brady, and you think about things like temperament and how they approach things, like having to you know talk to the press, things like they 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 get in, they get into that, mm-hmm. and it's some really good dialogues. Good insight that, that happens. Yeah, that's one of the things I love about the show because and you you know they're they're talking freely, you know. Cursing and you know things like that. It's just like they're Keeping being it real. pretty as real it's as the barbershop. It's the barbershop. Yeah, without, and, you know, and, you know. And then Tom, you know, he hold, he he says that he holds back and measures what he says. He he says he wishes he could just you know go off and do this and that. But they talk a little bit about and Chelsea. She even kind of went on this how with professional athletes. Chelsea Carter, Chelsea Clinton. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we we've been watching Rush Hour one, two, and three. My oh, kids love wow. it. Nice. And uh, you know, at the end of the the credit scene, you know, you got Chris Tucker always like messing up his lines and stuff like that. Mm. And they were saying, "Say Chelsea Clinton, Chelsea on the side, Chelsea Clinton, Chelsea Carter. Who do you think she is, Chelsea Carter, Chelsea Clinton?" And he kept messing up that name. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> that's what movies. The that's mind. the movies we've been watching. Movies, Rush Hour. Yes, uh, but no, they get into that and why professional athletes. You know, somebody gets like he said. Drum mentioned, you know, I get ejected from from a game. And you already know I'm pissed off, and then you want to put you know a reporter in front of me, a snarky to, reporter too, right? To get my to get my my thoughts and my feelings, which when I do give those, then you want to find me for and you want to take my money away from me. Mm. Yet when he gives that when he gives that remark, and especially if it's angry, while he gets fined for it, all these other media outlets make money off it because they're going to continue to run that and talk with it and all that, and that also then brings more attention to the NBA. They're going to take money from the player. It's weird. I'm like, that weird. is not a that's that's not a not a good thing. Um, 
It's not a good system. It, it, it brings publicity. It brings money in certain ways. But the indirectly, be, you get more money. Should be fine. Yeah, but the player, you know, you do it at you literally are sacrificing the players. Money in terms of when you when you do that say oh you know we want you to it's like no you don't really want that you do want them to give the crazy answer because you know that's going to yeah come on now yeah you, you know what you're doing you need villains got to create villains mm-hmm. but it's a good episode really good episode all right all right check it out anything else before we wrap it up today nah all right um. Yeah, y'all, y'all stay tuned. We're gonna every Monday. We're gonna be publishing a new episode every Monday, starting July Fourth weekend. This is July Fourth weekend. That's actually yeah. So it'll be July fifth when the when our next episode publishes. Uh, if some of the news, you know, it's a little dated. Don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. Again, it's it's we've got a slew of episodes uh, over like close to like thirty episodes yeah. that have that have been recorded again we've been steady on the grind uh now again as we've kind of been in the lab if you will working rebuilding it making it stronger and we got a different sound too so like we got a new setup you know our microphones finally match uh yeah Indeed. so i wonder if the sound is going to be that much different compared to our older episodes we shall see we shall see indeed so we want to tell you that we we, we appreciate y'all we, we love y'all thank you for the support uh hang in there there's there's a, a flood of content coming your way yes uh until next time peace happy fourth respect <laughs>